America. So for recording purposes, just introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Joe Barbosa. Um, how long have you been in the history field? I've been a teacher for 10 years. <clears throat> I've been an adjunct professor since 2018 at North Central Missouri College. Um, yeah, and I got my undergraduate in social science education from Northwest and my master's of arts and history from Northwest as well. Um, what caused you interest in this field? Always love stories, stories of the past. Uh, fascinates me, uh, especially because it gives the context of why we are the way we are and where we are today. Right. Um, what things have you heard about human origin or just been told, anything like that? Every civilization has an origin mm -hmm. or a beginning, a creation story. Um, Native Americans have, have, some have both, some have a distinction where the tribe came from one location to another or that the tribe was part of the creation, the, the, the beginning of their, uh, the existence of mankind. Uh, biblical scholars also note this, uh, creation stories, the monotheistic religions, the big three, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, all have very similar origin stories. Um, and we go, to the, we go to Africa, go to Asia, you're gonna see uh, local traditions, all asking the same question, where did we come from? And all having, whether it's a myth, a legend, a religious belief of how man came to be. Uh, what was the most interesting thing about, I mean, whether it was origin? Um, They're all very similar. They're all very similar, yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't mean like they're cookie cutters of each other, but they have similar elements. That's For, a, yeah, so in terms of religion, I've always noticed like uh -huh. really it's all the same thing. And, and nature totally plays a way. huge part in it, you know, especially right. with the Native Americans, but then you think about the book of Genesis, God created man out of mud, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and again, that, that's a, a, symbol of, a great symbol of nature, of the cre right. of creation. Yeah. Right. So I'm guessing you're religious? Yep. Okay, so th and this has influenced your belief system on human origin? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and so then it comes down to you know the the your approach to religion and, and mm -hmm. faith, um, and, and they're different things. You know, I see religion as a structure, an institution, mm -hmm. and faith is what I believe. Okay. Um, and then it also comes down to, especially when you look at Christianity, are you a strict interpretationalist or a um, I forget the other word top of my head, but you look at it in more of a, a symbolism or more of a moral teaching behind it. You know, for instance, I don't think I need to be stoned to death because I planted tomatoes and green beans next to each other in my garden. Uh, but a strict interpretationist could argue that uh, because some of the, tr the laws uh, from the Old Testament and, and uh, medieval ancient traditions, excuse me. Mm. Uh, and so when you look at then the idea of where a man came to be, you know, personally, I see him have the ability to coexist and fit together. Right. That evolution could make sense in the context of this. But it doesn't, you know, again, the great example of this would be, uh, you know, the book of Genesis talks about God created in a day. Mm -hmm. What is a day to God? Okay, what is a day to us? And how does that play out? Okay. <clears throat> so you think those adaptations are based on not necessarily like social structure between God and us? Or yes. So it's not easily understood? There's oh, yeah. The, a lot the, of the, faith is, the faith is about mysteries, okay. understanding mysteries. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so Tomes believes, because he's also, he's got some religion. Mm -hmm. um, he grew up in that environment, everything yep. like that. Um, but being a biologist, obviously, mm -hmm. he's very much uh, prone to science. Yep. He believes that they can coexist. Oh, yeah. Um, so, okay, so you also believe this. So in terms of evolution, you may not believe the stories of mm -hmm. we started from a single-cell organism, but you m may believe that there are adaptations to be had 
throughout time. So when you look at the idea of academics and theories, mm -hmm. it is we have tested this idea over and over and we keep finding it to be true. That being said, theories always evolve and change as they go. And so Charles Darwin's original theory might be adapted in more modern times based on some new evidence, some new research, some new ideology. Right. Okay? It doesn't necessarily mean that we have to reject everything that has been taught before, but you have to put it into the context of, okay, now that we have some proof, mm -hmm. how does that work out? How does it play out? And that's really hard. Especially when you think about the idea of faith is it's believing without having necessarily hard evidence. Right, and science that's, is all about observation, so it's really hard. They're contradictory for sure. Indeed, indeed. So then it comes down a lot to the individual of how do I put these two and two together. Right. right. Um, do you have a personal theory on human origin, like whether it's evolution or origin itself? I gotta go back to what we talked we just talked about it. Right. I think they gotta go hand in hand. I right. think I wasn't there. I don't think anybody was there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lot today. So then you, based on what, what, we, what we have believe. to right. go off of, right? Um, <clears throat> so there's a TED talk I uh, watched. Based, it was literally titled "This Human Evolution Slowing cool. Down or Speeding Up." Um, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, slowing down or speeding up? Mm -hmm. um, I think it ebbs and flows. Now, when you first said that, I thought of, there were some studies done about the early Europeans that settled America. Mm -hmm. And by the eve of the American Revolution, they found that, Ameri that Europeans living in America were living longer, were living healthier, and um, were taller, and all these other attributes ahead of European counterparts. Mm -hmm. And I, I credit that greatly to the, the environment in which they're living. It, it, was, it was a truly bountiful civilization, and they had overcome a lot of strife. Mm -hmm. Also, it was polluted. You know, you didn't have coals and chimneys everywhere. Right. You had open air. You had you were working hard, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And so that allowed a group to excel. Mm -hmm. uh, but then you talk about what's going on in Europe. They're excelling scientifically. They're right. excelling intellectually, um, which benefited a lot of mankind as well. So you just actually gave me another question. So uh, a lot of what I asked is based on physical attributes okay. or physical changes, anything mm -hmm. like that. So and you were talking about the Europeans' mm -hmm. intellectual ability. Um, so do you think evolution can be based strictly mentally? Like, I know there's always been the talk of mm -hmm. the brain size changing, like, that's, yeah. but that's a physical yeah. trait. Um, I think you, the distinction between, this is where we start getting into like a really dangerous right. argument, because you know, you look at like the, the, the phony science that Hitler tried to prove that yeah. you know, all Jews had big nose or all Jews had this side of brain. Uh, and then the same thing, some, some scientists tried to prove that women have a smaller brain, blah, blah, blah. Right. It, it then comes down to, again, those groups. Mm -hmm. Are you promoting and cultivating that evolution or is something holding that back? Um, and that goes a lot to environmental factors. And, and that's the theory behind evolution. Right. You adapt to your environment. Mm -hmm. um, and so as a s collective society, there are ways in which we are improving because we have more modern understanding of the world. We have more understanding of, of, of our bodies. Um, at the same time, we can just as easily get super focused and horse blinders on my whole world is X and not worry about the other elements mm -hmm. of the alphabet. Right. Um, so Tom's belief is that the biggest factor today in evolution is technology. Mm. Like there's really, before it was like you said, it was your environment. What, mm. Like what factors you were being exposed to. Mm. Well with technology, there's been a lot of problems that have been decreased because mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, we live every day oh, you need some news, you're yep. just on your phone, and yep. stuff like that, it's just everything's easily accessed. Mm -hmm. Do you think there is a different factor that is also affecting evolution in human beings? 
I think technology is the biggest, mm-hmm. but then the thing you have to put right next to it is what are you doing with that technology? Agreed. Is it creating addiction? Mm-hmm. Is it um, empowering you to improve? Mm-hmm. Is it reducing your social and community skills? Um, because yes, technology is there, and then what do you do with it? They have to go hand in hand. Um, Psychology really got me into the oh, yeah. social media platform. Oh, like yeah. That is, it was crazy. Well, and then I, I'm a 32-year-old man, and I'm looking at people I went to high school with, and there's Facebook stuff, and it hasn't changed. It's all, who are they dating? Who are they? What are they doing? Look how awesome I am. And I'm like, we're 32. We're, you're still Nobody wanna, cares that much anymore. You still want to live on Facebook? <laughs> right. Well, it's, it's all filtered through AI. I mean, yeah. nothing's based on morality or truth. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Snapchat's gone. Instagram's gone. Yeah, I'm happy without it. Yep. Uh-huh. Good for you, man. Good for you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, is there any way I can narrow down this topic for my project? Uh, you're, you're, you already did. Because when, when uh, uh, Ms. Meyer first told me about you're talking about evolution, I mean, that you can do a lot of things. And obviously you saw that. The scientific approach, the historical debates about it, right. the political debates about it. Um, so your approach of talking about where we are today in the basis of evolution of, as humans, I think that's, that's pretty good. When you go, are you writing a paper? Is that what you're working on? Yeah, a research okay. paper. Mm-hmm. When you go further, um, I'm going to tell you a couple things. One, have a draft of a thesis where you think you're going, okay? And, and use that as your guiding point. Mm-hmm. And then two, once you've got a draft and walk away, then come back and read your topic sentences of each of your paragraphs. Mm-hmm. And then reread your thesis. And ask yourself, did I prove that or did I prove something else? Gotcha. So as historians, when we write research papers, a lot of us take approaches that we're scientists. Right. And Volga Montones love to hear me. But it's basically saying this, my thesis is my hypothesis. Mm-hmm. And then I write my paper and I say, did I prove my hypothesis or did I prove something else? Gotcha. Well, say as of now, really, I mean, I, my research question in and of itself is pretty broad. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, with the, the topic, I kind of try to break it down and yeah. get more specific with it. Um, and and your, your, your evidence will help you continue to focus it down more. Right. And like you said, I'm trying to distinguish between science and history because there's a lot of things that contradict each other oh Um, yes i think it's very interesting in a lot of ways because it's really based on what we as a civilization have seen Uh throughout or what we can observe faith i mean there's a lot of factors that always interested me in that i'm reading a book right now that's the same principle but just in the american experience that we're the land of the free we've always limited freedoms Mm -hmm. we're we're champions of democracy but we've always limited democracy and so it's basically saying how do we live with ourselves? But at right. the same time, we're still a great people because we live with ourselves. Right, right. Um, is there a question I should be asking on the topic? Um, the only other thing that I was kind of ready to talk about was that mm-hmm. evolution has always been a debate. Right. And it becomes the boogeyman ever so often. You know, 1920s, Scopes, Monkey Trials, debated evolution. Um, last decade 2010s Kansas like banned evolution again um, and so it always comes up as this boogeyman mm-hmm. but at the same time does it really change the way we live our lives if, if we have the exposure to this theory yeah, and that's my biggest problem with society is that we're so closed minded as a collective that I think the best way to build intelligence mm-hmm. and that's why I love podcasts so much oh yeah uh, I mean because you have these people that they bring other people on mm-hmm. they, may not, they may not even share the same views yeah. but just because you're listening and not necessarily disagreeing with them and just yeah. taking that in and building mm-hmm. upon what they say yeah. I think it's the best way to build intelligence that's as opposed awesome. to just being logistical and look at the stats see what you can a lot of people just believe exactly what they can see on the paper and they 
are closed off to anything else. I think there's so much gray area in life, and it's just, it makes things really hard. It does, but at the same time, it allows us then to do what we we value as America and be that individual. Like, this is me. Mm. I'll tell you what I believe. You don't have to agree with me, but this is where I'm at. Absolutely. I'll listen to where you're at. I just wish people would uh, really stress the uh, agree to disagree. You don't have to agree. It's completely okay. But agree to listen to each other. Agree to listen. Exactly. That's going to make the big difference. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you very much.